Boy Scouts podcast. Here we are again, Tyler. Ah, good to see you, Danny. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had death. We did somber. Yeah, it was good. Um, so I listened to it, and it's interesting because um, death has always been something so weird to me. And I kind of talked about that. Like I was so afraid of dying. I was telling Jesse yesterday. Yeah. Um, him and I were talking about. Um, he had seven. I think seven calls that they were on where a couple people did not make it. And he is so flat about it. Doesn't attach himself to it. Doesn't think yeah. about it. He's like, it's yeah. not my, it's not my cross to bear. It's not my, it's not my yeah. issue. You know, I did my best I can do. Yeah. Do what you can. And, and um, but me, you know, I still kind of like attach myself to it. Right. Yeah. And so when I was a kid, I, like I said, I, I was terrified of dying. Yeah. I would like sit up all night long and think about, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. die and I'm going to be here one day. And then we, we kind of talked about like how that ended up um, changing. Cause I did have to get some counseling as far as like just some childhood Good. trauma that I needed Good. to absolutely. figure out. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. You got to take care of your bread and mentals. And yeah. you know, for those uh, listening, Jesse is a paramedic yeah. firefighter. firefighter. And I think there are certain professions where you touch death more often and you do, you need to shut it down a little bit. And it would yep. be, it'd be interesting to, to, get his perspective on, you know, somebody that's closer to you or somebody that's like, um, but it's great to kind of have that, that perspective to know that Mm -hmm. like, you know, from that perspective, from a firefighter, from somebody who's out there dealing with, you know, overdoses and puke all over themselves and like, you know, you just do what you can. You kind suicides. of you suicides. He said that, that that's like one of their highest calls. Man. And I was like, so are the parents there? And he's like, oh yeah. Oh, that's good. And be, I'm like, dude. Well, it's going to be hard. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be hard. How do you process it? But he's like, man, like, you know, you feel bad. You feel sorry for him, but yeah. it's not, it's not, I'm not attached to this yeah. situation. I don't yeah. kind of put, I don't put any feelings. You on know, There's a power to detachment. I think yeah. there's a the power to detachment in a lot of things. Yeah, and I think sure. as, as a skill, as a man, it's, Knowing when to really detach is is probably an an important skill to know as as a man. Yeah. Depending on your, like I said, your occupation. You know, there's doctors that I'm sure work on patients and build relationships with them, and it's a little bit harder. But going into a scene fresh like that, you really, really have to protect yourself. Yeah. And your yeah, own for sure. So I'm I'm proud of you for for doing what you need to do to yeah. to deal with it. I mean. Yeah, Lord, I still I still every once in a while like I'll still catch myself up yeah. all night long thinking about like, are my, like if I was to be gone tomorrow, are my boys prepared? Yeah. Misty, of course, probably not, but, but it's okay. Like, I mean, we're, we're so close. Her and I are like so close that yeah. it, she wouldn't be prepared for it, but it's not, that's not the way it, that's not the way to think. And I don't no. think that like death is, I'm not afraid of it anymore. I'm not scared mm-hmm. of it. I'm not like worried about like, Oh my gosh, tomorrow it could happen. Yeah. I, you know, but every once in a while I do get in my own head in my own thoughts. Right? right. And when I listen to the episode, I uh, I could hear in my voice that I wasn't comfortable yeah. talking about it. You know, that I, I could tell in my voice that I was like really having to push myself to talk about it, which was really good for me because mm-hmm. Jesse talked about that. He goes, man, you got to just talk about it. Like yeah. you just have to talk about these situations and mm-hmm. it's okay. Like if you're afraid, if you're scared, like talking about it is the best thing that you can Absolutely. do. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and having people that you feel comfortable, like that they're not going to judge you for being, you know, in, in your, in your own mind, soft about certain yeah. things. Right. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. And I really liked, like, I still think about the situations that you've had and the things that you've done. And I, and I think like, 
um, how how proud I am of you as a yeah. man that you that you are able to um, compartmentalize and to to be who you are as a person because I think you are a very caring person. You know, I think yeah. you have a very strong caring um, characteristic about yourself. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was a it, to me it was a good episode um, that I hope people listen to and 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 you know put their own spin on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, it was good. Man, so what have you been up to since that? I mean, that's been it's been a week, yeah. a week and a half. Yeah. So we ended up going to Cody Jinks. Yeah, cool. Um, we had such a good time. Oh man, Misty and I, we had such a good time. And we really um we ended up meeting you know, you always I always worry about being in that big of an environment. And people are drinking and, and there's a lot of things that happen. Like there's a lot of like testosterone. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm always like aware Posturing. of my situation, yeah, right? Yeah. With the fact that we train jujitsu and that we mm-hmm. constantly are told to be aware of your surroundings and know your exit plans, know mm-hmm. your exit strategies. Yeah. Right. Um, I always think, gosh, I just hope we sit next to good people. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you and I, you, you, you have to, I mean, any, anybody will, that spent time in the military will talk about, or, you know, Anything, yeah. yeah, they'll talk about knowing, having an exit strategy because yeah. no one's coming to save you. And True. you look at what happened, you know, in, in this, with this whole Gaza situation, I don't want to get too, too into, wild, yeah, 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 but like, you know, those were people that were just out having fun. And then yeah. <laughs> next thing you know, you gotta, you gotta have a plan. Yeah. Have a plan to exit. I, yeah. You need to. And Red Rocks is best venue. Oh home. my Best venue ever. Dude. Every time we go there, we're just like, you would, I'd live here just to go to the concerts. Right. Here, right. Yeah. And, um, we got lucky. Um, we were not going to rent a car. We rented a car. We ended up going to Hot Springs the the, the morning of. Mm-hmm. Got back, and then our Uber driver was really cool. She took us right to the to the top, and everybody was playing, you know, Cody Jinx, and we were just kind of like vibing with everybody. We got right in. My ears are constant, constant. People just want to talk oh, about him. Yeah, we were in yeah. line, and some guy <laughs> says, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "For work, giggling." <laughs> and Misty kind of smacks me. He goes, "No." How did you get those ears? ears. You know, yeah. and everybody around us um, was started talking about how my ears just stand out and how yeah. it's a con- it's a conversation starter. Absolutely. So we go find our seats. Lo and behold, next to us on our right, a couple young kids, wrestlers, wrestlers from Iowa. Oh, okay. One's a high school wrestling coach. One's like corn fed. <laughs> it was center awesome. of the country. Yeah. So, I was- so then we're cool. Oh, yeah. Guy to the left of us, like, I mean, he was flirting with Misty a lot. So it was cool to me because I was like, whatever, man. I mean, you know, in that moment, you're not, nothing's going to happen. Then, right, 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 right. Now we're just having fun. It was so weird. Um, really good opening band. Mm-hmm. Middle band was Clutch. You ever heard yeah. of Clutch? Uh-huh. Clutch was about around when we were in high school. Okay. Um, they're uh, kind of like heavy metal-ish. Okay. It was not the crowd for oh, that. No. And then when you, it was like dead silent and people were like, this sucks. And I was not like, it, right, it's not bad, but it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, you know, a bunch of country fans. And then Cody came out and killed it, killed it, killed, killed, uh, killed the whole thing. And, right. and we sang, Misty and I sang our hearts out with our, with these young kids. Um, I, I had told myself I wasn't going to drink a beer in the venue. I ended up having one or two, I think, and yeah. finding a really good beer. And then uh, we slept through our alarm and 
almost missed yeah, that plane. <laughs> yeah. You can't swing a burning cat in Colorado no. and not hit a good beer. I'm so, sorry. That's no, so true. They've got it. Yeah, it was good, man. It was, um, we had a good time and, um, let's see, we we're just kind of like that week. We, uh, that was it. Um, kind of hitting the overtime schedule hard yeah. at work. We've been, you and I've been really hitting, um, some of the things we're working on together. Yeah. Um, how about you? What did you, what did you have going on? Man, I had this awesome experience in Bozeman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, anytime you get to drive from Salt Lake or, you know, Heber where we are to, to Bozeman, you get to hit West Yellowstone always. And you get to hit some of the best parts of Idaho. Mm -hmm. And, you know, an amazing drive up the, the river there. Um, and I love Bozeman. You know, I, I spent a sp significant amount of time in Montana. You sure. just get in Montana that, and yeah. it feels bigger. It does. It feels like it, it lives up to the big sky country. It really does. Um, we had an incredible meal in Bozeman at a, a restaurant called Sean. Oh. A Chinese restaurant or Asian fusion or, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm lucky to be connected to some people who know <laughs> some people awesome, who... Dude. Um, and you know, we met the chef and he's bringing us out all these dishes. He, I thought he was playing a prank on us. He brought out these hot wings that were like, they were, they were so freaking hot. Were they like yeah. even oven hot or just, just seasoning so hot? They were definitely hot. oven hot by the time they cooled down though. But it was one of those things where they were so spicy that it was like, you, you wanted to enjoy it, but it was so spicy. And, but the whole meal was just it blew. It, it blows my mind. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, heroes and horses. What an incredible a charity. Yeah. Um, have, yeah. Give a little background on it. Cause I think it's a Navy SEAL guy that uh, uh, I, I, I don't know all the players. Uh, I, I apologize. I know Mitch, I think he's the CEO. He got up and gave a great talk about yeah. what they do. It, it's really a, a um, it's a, the charity is focused around our service members. Right. Those that are struggling with PTSD, those are struggling to work in relationships. Um, and they basically go to a 41 day boot camp. Oh, and the boot camp is, you know, structured very similar, very regimented to what these men are, are used, used to, to. Right, right? Wake up early, march yeah. to lunch, march to dinner. Um, but they're also bringing in like things like a traditional sweat lodge. Oh, that's awesome. Or a sauna. Oh, man. Sauna. sauna. <laughs> You're finished. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sauna. Yeah. We had the, uh, the great opportunity to sit by the gentleman who, who runs this, this sweat lodge, who learned traditional sweat lodge um, from, you know, native culture. And had a really cool conversation with him. Um, we sat by a g gentleman who runs all the horses. That's the other thing. These men work exclusively with horses, horses yeah. to help them understand themselves. And I, and I, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's 41 days and it's like, it's, it's cold plunges. It's everything that, that you would want in like build, rebuilding yourself, um, building your routine, you know, talk therapy, equine therapy, horse therapy, like right. hard work, like reconnecting and, and reintegrating with yourself. And one of the keynote speakers of the charity um, was a, a, a doctor who had spent time in Fallujah. Okay. Um, working with the, the men who were processing all of what they saw, the, the destruction sure. in, in Fallujah. Her husband was a graduate of the program uh, and she just talked about how beneficial this, this, the work that they were doing, um, was, good. um, it looked like you had a good time. Oh my gosh. Uh, you kept sending me a couple of pictures and then I was glad because you were like, um, not sending me too much. Cause then I was like, then I'd be, then, you know, I have, yeah. I have FOMO yeah. and then I'm like, oh, I wish I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Then I get jealous cause you're there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just enough. 
Yeah, I am not. Um, I teased the shit out of you going up oh, there too, you, didn't I? You so did. You yeah. so did. And, uh, you know, I, it got to me a little bit because I got up there and I wasn't going to do it. But then I went to this in fantastic backstory. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. So just so we're clear, what I was teasing Tyler about is Tyler's not, uh, t- Tyler doesn't have cowboy boots. No. He doesn't have a cowboy hat. He yeah. doesn't wear Western wear. No. He doesn't conform for anybody. Or is no. what he tells me, right? Yeah. This is what he tells me. And I'm like, you are going to go get a cowboy hat when you get up there. And he's like, bullshit. No yeah. way. And I'm like, what do you mean? oh, you're going to get up there. You're going to have the whole get up. You're going to get cowboy boots. And he uh, he he kept fading me off and, and feigning me and telling yeah. me no. And uh, I knew in my heart of hearts that he was going yeah. to fall for peer pressure. Not the way that he actually did because... Man, did you pull it off? You um, not 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 that you you didn't fall into it, but man, you pulled it off. I I kind of I, yeah. I think I knew in <laughs> my heart do? of hearts that I was like I was gonna I was gonna do it, but I was gonna do it in the way that I wanted to do it. <laughs> and um, I found this incredible vintage store in go. in Bozeman, uh, Bozeman Vintage. If you're ever there, go check them out. Check like, it out. Such cool stuff. Uh, we're cruising through there, and I found uh, a suit. <laughs> That was vintage Western polyester brown. If you follow me on Instagram, you can see a picture of this suit. You're going to see a picture of it because we're, when we're when we're uh, editing this, I'm going to post put a picture, and it's it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I call myself the cosplay cowboy. <laughs> um, I bought the suit. Um, I bought boots. Uh, I bought a hat. I did it all. I did it all. I did. did it, I did. I just leaned in. You did. I leaned in. Um, uh, I was traveling with a pretty well-known Western photographer, Chris, a man, incredible work. Uh, I've linked to his, his Instagram. If you, if you're into Western photography, just an incredible artist, just an eye. Yeah. He's um, got it. He's got it. And he's, he took some pictures of me and, and our group <laughs> and we, what ended up happening? You, you bought this, vintage. I bought this suit and every, all of us, all, all, all the ladies that we went with, um, you know, obviously they looked lovely. Um, but Chris got a, a vintage suit. As you guys well, looked awesome, and we we played vintage cowboy. You know, yeah. I look I looked, um, I looked just like uh, Charlie. What's his name? Uh, no idea. What's his name? Uh, Charlie Crockett. Okay. Yeah. If you don't listen to Charlie Crockett, just he's he. I saw him. I first saw him. Uh, at under the big sky. Oh, okay. Dude came out at like five o'clock. It's like the sun is right in his face and he's yeah. wearing a brown polyester suit oh, as well. Sick. And he walks out, his band plays him on. Somebody throws him a guitar. He just looks so fucking cool. Oh dude. And you just, you, so cool. you really look good. And you said, it's not just me. It's the photographer. And I'm like, no way, dude, you pulled that <laughs> off. And so then I was teasing in you and you were still like, yeah, dude, whatever, man. Oh, yeah. I did it. Whatever. I did it. Yeah, I did it. Good. I just had, I just owned it. it in your own way. It looked good. I did it my own way. That's what you said. Right? Like I, I got lots of compliments on this the suit. We were Yeah. Um You have a good personality, I'm sure that you made lots of friends up there. You probably uh yeah. were able to uh smile your way through yeah. everything and I'm sure that everybody <laughs> was drawn to you. Yeah. Um, like normal. Yeah. The the auction started, the they raised over eight hundred thousand dollars for the charity in one night. One of these days, I want to be the guy that stands up because at the end of the auction, the auctioneer was really cool. He's like, all right, this is your chance to give. Uh, I want a $100,000 donation. I want to be that guy someday that stands up and it's just like, I'll do it. Put me down. Put me down. 
<laughs> Give me two. Did somebody do it? No. Um, they did pick up one, I think, for about 50, 50K. Oh, wow. But they were... Even that. Yeah. I mean, that was just, just a straight donation. A cool Everything thing, else was... What a um, cool thing to be a part of, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a shout out to the Grit Grace Grow ladies, um, the group that I was with. with. Uh, it's a it's a female version of kind of what we do. Okay. We talk a lot about, um, you know, the, the female issues, the female story. Like, yeah. you know, they work a lot with equine. They do... Um, they are a little bit ahead of us in the fact that they are, they do retreats. Oh, wow. Uh, they auctioned off two retreats, um, for 20 grand a piece. Oh, wow. 20 grand a Good piece. for them. Yeah. So congratulations. Man, to your grace, shout bro. out to them. Yeah. 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 You want to see your friends, um, um, and get bigger and stronger yeah. and like, yeah. and succeed, right? Like yeah. you, here, here's, here's kind of in, in alluding to what our topic is going to be about tonight. It, it, it it's hard sometimes to cheer yeah to cheer right because because there's always that kind of like envy inside of you that yeah. you're like oh, i kind of wish that i was getting that right i kind of right. wish i was i was getting that but but man great for them like like we're yeah. always stoked for people that are doing that what they can and and um you know and one time i'd like to uh, you know I, I talked to tyler about um even in jujitsu right you have a lot of friends but you can still feel those like pinges of like yeah a little jealousy a little jealousy right um you so in in the academy we've got tests coming up we've mm -hmm. got promotions going on yeah um congratulations on the new stripe thank by the you. way thank you my four stripe bright or purple belt friend here. i know it was crazy ne not, nothing expected jesse and i trained um we had professor to ourselves 15 mm -hmm. rounds so you 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 get two rounds in and then one round out mm -hmm. but it was just jesse myself and professor and uh yeah he surprised both of us he uh so so he he got the tape out and i'm watching him promote jesse so i got my camera and i'm just taking pictures because i'm like man this is yeah I, i'm so glad to be a part of like yeah. jesse's journey right because we we talked about jesse before yeah, yeah. he is so fun to be around he's yes, so he fun to have around yeah and he was like so surprised he got one and he was like oh this is awesome and then he got another one and we were like what, what? this yes. is so sick and i'm like four stripe and all of a sudden he grabs my uh camera and he's like give me the camera and i'm like what and i turn around and professor has a stripe out for me and i'm like whoa, whoa. wow you, this you is put this in is the cool. work you put in the work thank and, you um you know That's well, what he, said. he said some really cool things to me he said that i had made an adjustment on the fly so jesse kicked my butt the first round and then i needed to make an adjustment and he mm -hmm. said you made the adjustment and it was really cool to see and then awesome right then i had committed that uh if he choked me, I was not going to tap. Not going to tap. And uh, yeah, you can, uh, if you see me on, uh, if you follow me on Instagram. You can check that out. Tyler posted it on his. Um, you can see me go out. Uh, it was kind of funny because I don't remember very much. But uh, Professor said I grabbed his leg like as if I was fighting. <laughs> like, the, like the fighter that, that leg locks the, the referee. Exactly. I was still in the fight. Right? You were still in the fight. But man, like... Um, we, we, we've been doing a lot of jujitsu lately. You, you know, I think you're kind of hitting your schedule a little bit mm -hmm. better. You kind of, you're, you're still, you're still, you're still um, trying to figure that part out, but, mm -hmm. uh, but you've been going more consistently. And um, yeah, anytime you're around that environment more, you feel better. Right. Yeah. But then it kind of makes you want to be there more. And um, it, it's good, man. It's, it's fun to, it's fun to be around. Um, it's fun to, 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 to uh, see people, uh, grow and see our academy grow and then um i think we have two weeks and you'll be yeah, a blue yeah. belt and you'll have been like another part of your journey that you're gonna like that you're gonna grow into and and see 
see you see your real metal. You yeah. know, see see really what Tyler's made of. And yeah. and you have some plans that, that you've put in a lot of work for two years now. Yeah. Two years for your blue belt? Um January will be two years, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'll be a blue belt and uh yeah, that, that that's gonna change a, a little bit about your game and a bit a little bit about you, but you also have some plans, you know, with that. Yeah. With yeah. That. No, I mean the 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 impetus behind behind my jujitsu was um just needing you know, needing something in my life. Sure. Um, uh, and, and that brings us into the topic of, of friendship, friendship. And, and historically friendship. I, I often wonder, like, you know, I, I, I personally, I remember having work friends. I remember having, you know, outside of work friends, but like men's friendship is kind of a, an interesting, um, it is just the dichotomy there. It is. Um, Do you, did you have, a core group of friends in high school. Yes. And we still talk. You still talk. We still talk. We have Same. a group chat here. Um, you know, we grew up in the church oh. together and, you know, most of them are aware that I'm at where I'm at and, and are they all know, practicing? All of, all of them are still members and, and I'm aware of where they're at and we don't, um, we don't talk much about like, you know, you know why or but we we do we do talk quite a bit about you know the good old days and we share memes and we share stuff that we thought was cool in yeah. high school with each yeah. other and um you know it could it'll go, it'll go silent for you know a few months or a few weeks and you know we'll just dive right back into it and sure. you know, um you know it was a very very pivotal group in my life sure i'm assuming you so you have yeah. one as well yeah, yeah, yeah friendship uh from high school um, I, I talked about this in the very first episode. I made a very drastic change in mm-hmm. high school. Um, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, mm-hmm. getting myself into some trouble, had gotten myself into some serious trouble, and then just had decided this is not for me. Ended up hanging out with my cousins and then meeting some of my best friends that I have now. We are all close. We are yeah. very close. And so um, from the time I was 16 mm-hmm. – to now, yeah, same, some um, some great some some great friends, and uh, one of my friends is by far my, one of my best friends, and I work with him. Yeah, so we work together. We're on the same crew. We um we we've worked together for almost twenty years, and uh, it's 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 great because I was able to change myself. I needed to make a change. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it, it's interesting because I and I always thought it was a Utah thing mm-hmm. that 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 in Utah you hung out with your friends. Yeah. Cause you stayed home. Right. Like not very many people le- left Utah. Like my yeah. friend group, not very many people left. Yeah. They're all still live in Layton. Wow. Most of them live in Layton wow. around the surrounding areas, you know, it, it, it's interesting. And the way you, the way you position it, it, it brings me back to like, I'm sure when, if you, you think back to the, the times when we were reading the books about crazy horse and like yeah. the nature of friendship back in those, those periods was, you know, primarily survival. Sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there were some social benefits as well, but they were part of your war party. They yeah. were, you know, they were part of your hunting party. It was, it was survival. And, and, and there's probably still some threads to that. You know, even as you talk about changing friend friends, I mean, it was y- your survival, yep, right? I you, had you had to change in order to, to survive. Sure. Yeah, I did. And one thing I often wonder about with friends as men is how would you like, let's say like a new person came in, how would that person get, how would he come through the rights? Because like we all grew up together, but there was not very many times when a new person would come in. It was like our group. And then if a new person did come in, it would be like, 
<laughs> he was almost took, in like he had to go through like a, a little bit like of an a, initiation, a little, yeah. little bit of an initiation, right? And yeah. see if he could keep secrets, if he could yeah. be cool, not tested, not hang out with uh, our girlfriends or like our ex girlfriends. That's a big thing, right? Like for me, like I always am like, man, I don't want some dude praying, yeah, on you know, the girls that we were hanging out with and whatnot and some new dude coming around. Can you trust that? Can you trust Can it? you trust that person? Yeah. I think guys deal with that a lot. I think, um, I, I see Tristan and his friend group and, and, and they, they even talk about it. They're like, there's certain things that are off limits and there's certain, um, things that you don't do. Oh, and yeah. if you do, man, then they're in a fight and yeah. they don't talk for a while. I, I can't help but think about, like, I think about my father and, and, and maybe not just my father, but like even, you know, friendships in the post sixties, right? Like you, sure. you're coming out of, you're coming out of a lot of stoicism. You're coming out of the greatest generation, right? Sure. And we talk about, you know, there's a, there's a unique dynamic that obviously I have no attachment to as, as a non-service member, but those, those, those men that go through war together, sure. you know, there's some incredible bonds based on some very vulnerable and traumatic experiences, sure, sure. right? Yeah. And they're, they're friends. You talk about, you, you know, you, you see that, that band of brothers. Yeah. Your right? battle brothers. Yeah. Your battle brothers. Yeah. And, and, you know, they can go years without seeing each other and then they weep when they, yeah. when they see each other again. It's true. Um, you know, so there's an emotional and, and vulnerable component to friendship mm-hmm. that you have to build. It's built over time. It's I think, built over time. I think it takes men a lot longer to, to trust, sure. To have that kind of trust, to have that kind of vulnerability uh, inside of their friendships, and it, I don't know if it's if it's if it's um, passed on from generations, but I did I did read that if you don't have friends around, if you don't bring friends around, then your kids don't bring friends around, mm. and they don't learn social etiquette, and they don't yeah. learn social skills. Um, my parents always had friends over; they always had family over. Yeah. I've been accused of being a little fake sometimes because of how nice I am and how fast I make friendships. What is perceived as friendships, like I, I do, I make, uh, you know, I'll I can make friends in 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 terms of like friendships. Like I, I'm not like the kind of guy that like will will instantly close off from people, right? Right, right. right. But I'm a good read on, read on people. I feel and I feel like I I. Uh, but I've been accused that I'm overly friendly and a little fake that maybe my friendships aren't as solid as I portray them to be right. Or as as I am. And and people have accused me of being fake that I'm a little fake and I don't, uh, I'm not as what I would see as friendly, you know, but I am, I feel like I am. I feel like I'm, I feel like I am. I want to find out things about you, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If people have told me that, I'm, I would totally agree. I wouldn't. I would never call it fake. I think you you show a genuine interest. I think there's a barometer to friendships, yeah. right? And it and it takes like I'm sure has your has your missus ever brought a one of her friends who then brought her husband yeah. into your group, and you're like, <laughs> I don't want to be friends with this guy. I don't want to be friends with him. I don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, um, yeah. or he treats his wife wrong. Yeah, and now I'm like judgmental because yeah, I'm like super cool to my wife, and you're being a a douche to your wife. And yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to be friends with you be because like, I like your wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a funny, um, uh, Brian Regan, a comedian who talks about going on a golf trip. Yeah. Right. And he's like, his friend just went through a divorce. Hasn't seen his friend in six months. Finally goes and plays golf with him. And when he gets home from playing golf, his wife was like, well, how was your friend? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> 
right? Like, and she's like, well, didn't you ask him? And he's like, no, we like, we just played golf, right? Like, and, and sometimes as, as men, we can, we can do that. Like, yeah, there's sure. a stoicism to our friendship. And I think that's what allows us to, um, you know, maintain some friendships, yeah. but like true friendships, what, what does it mean to be a, a truly a friend with Danny? What does it mean to be on in, inside of your inside circle? Yeah. So, so for me, like friendship for one, my wife and kids are good judge of character. Right. If you, if my wife and kids like you, then I'm probably going to be really, really, I'm, I'm going to like you. Right. Right. If we have common interests that you and I can find common ground on, it's huge. Then we will, we'll get along just fine. If you are cool to your yeah. wife, if you're cool to your kids, then right. I'm going to for sure be more inclined to talk to you, be, be cordial with you. Right. Right. Um, yeah. If you're not, if, if my wife and kids don't like you, then you're probably not going to get an invite to Danny's Christmas party, which most it is probably one of the funnest <laughs> times of the year. Right? right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I don't, I, I think like, um, for me, it's, it really is like a sense of how are you? I mean, like, are you being genuine to me or are you kind of being right. fake? Right. You know, I don't want to come off as fake. Um, I, I really am trying to be kind. I really do try to be kind. Um, I really do try to not be aggressive. Right. Right. And so those are the same things that I look for in a friend, mm, you know, sure. and, and sometimes man, friendships happen fast. Yours and I's friendship happened right. really fast. Right. And, um, I never felt like, I, I never felt like I need to double check Tyler's right. credentials before right, I right. get closer. Right. Um, I, I really liked how you, I mean, you were so cool with your kids and you were, my kids loved you Yeah, from the get, from the get, <laughs> they, they, yeah. when you first met Braxton, Braxton was like, oh man, I like that dude. Yeah. You know, what about you for, for, for what, what, what kind of, cause you have the church, right? And so yeah. the church kind of like is a little bit of a, um, facade. Yeah, it, it definitely is. There's a veneer around like everything in, inside the church is very, um, it, you're grouped by age, you're grouped by, you know, so all of the, the fifth graders, sixth graders, you kind of grow up together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, uh, there was an experience where like we all would, you know, and you're always doing things, you're always doing activities. There's always scouts and, and things like that. But I do remember going on activities with these people and I'm like, I'm not friends with this group. And yeah. I've got to, and so you do kind of, kind of conglomerate together. Like, you know, you have your closer friends, but um, it's superficial. And I think in a sense, it, it speaks to that barometer, right? Mm. Where I can tolerate somebody, we may not be friends, but I can tolerate somebody and we can, we can get along and we can do a project together. We could do, we can accomplish a task together based on scouts or something like that. Mm. Um, but they're not necessarily my friends. Sure. I think for my friends, I'm really looking for somebody, um, that shows genuine interest, sure. um, that that's will hold space for me. Um, somebody that I can, I can talk things out with. Um, I want somebody to call me on my bullshit. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think we need that, Yeah. but I also have to be vulnerable enough with that person to, to be able to, to, to you know, share that kind of sure. stuff, that bullshit that I want to be, want to be called on. Yeah. And be cleaned up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. Did, did you, did you feel like when you left the church, that you were able to create friendships easier or harder because you didn't have that common ground, that common thing in, in, in the church. I think the hardest part, um, post exit was, was really, um, just being married. 
I think it was harder. Friendships for me became harder after being married um, than it did, uh, you know, leaving the church. Sure. Because there wasn't a level of an enmeshment. There was a level of codependency, uh, specifically in in my church-focused marriage where, um, you know, my focus changed. My focus changed from having good male friends. And I don't think it was healthy. Sure. I don't think it was healthy. Um, I, you know, we, we had couple friends and I didn't always enjoy the, the husbands. Mm-hmm. I would tolerate them. And some of them I really did enjoy, sure. right? Some of them we were like, we, we were really great friends. We'd hang out together as couples. Um, but it, it, I don't think it was until my divorce where I was like, I, 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 I'm like you. I can get along with anybody. Yeah. I can get along with a lot of people unless I can sense your bullshit. That's how I feel. Right. I, and I feel like I can feel it. I can I'm feel a good it. Judge. Yeah. We're a good yeah. judge. I can feel your energy. Yeah. I can feel if your energy is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or if, if you're, if you're not into it, if you're not willing to, to, to put it out there. Yeah. You know, um, my friends were always very segmented. Even in high school, I had a really close group of friends, but then I also had like, I played on the lacrosse team not all my friends were on the lacrosse team with sure. me. But I was friends with the guys on the lacrosse team and yeah. I had their back and we'd go hang out from time to time, but they weren't part of my core friend group. Sure. So that it, it's a little bit of a barometer for me as to who I'm willing to let into my life. You know, my closest friends will always be those people that I know I can trust. Sure. Those people that I know that I can open up to without, without judgment. Sure. That, that'll call me on my bullshit, but then also, you know, make call sure, you on your birthday, call me on my birthday, <laughs> but then they'll also be there to say, okay, I've called you on your birth, your, on your bullshit. Like, how can I help you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Gonna, you're good. Gonna, yeah, yeah. You need something. Yeah. Um, something that's, uh, interesting for me with, with friendships. So when I was in, you know, my early age, my, my early yeah. age, I lived in, in Tempe, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so elementary school, we all hung out with each other. We, every kid, you know, we played sports with each other. We played basketball. We play uh, mm-hmm. tetherball. I don't know if you remember that, that game. Yeah. Yeah. I, as soon as I went to sixth and seventh grade, they were in the junior high. Mm. And now you hung out with your race. Oh, so like it, it, Not that you couldn't hang out with, so like I'm Hispanic and I'm Mexican. Not that I couldn't hang out with another race, but you, you congregate, you congregated to your race. It was really weird to me that uh, that's how it was because you know I've grown as my I had been around some military families and so everybody just hung out with everybody. Yeah. But then when you went to sixth and seventh grade, you knew like you were to hang out with your. Kind of like prison rules. Yeah, kind of. It was kind of weird. Moved to Utah, and now I kind of have this idea that no, I'm just going to go find the Mexican kids and the Hispanic kids, and those guys will be my friends. Yeah, but they hung out with everybody. Yeah, you know, in Utah, like there was no, there was no rules, and so that was cool to me because then when I got to high school, um, I was friends with everybody. Yeah, like I didn't have like a set thing that I had to. And I remember thinking how good that felt for me that I didn't have to like just hang out with certain people that I didn't really care for. Right. But that was who I was supposed to hang out with. Um, and, and now, um, I don't have any of those reserves, you know, like I don't have any reserves of that, but I, I I often wonder if I would have stayed in Phoenix or in Arizona, if I would have had to like choose, you know, like stay like that through high school. It was weird. Do you, do you think that like, you know, obviously, 
you know, we are a bit more emotional, intelligent than, than our, our, our fathers. Sure. Do you think your father was able to open up to other men? No, no. I, my dad was in the military 20, mm-hmm. 20 plus years. And then he was, um, no, my dad had an inclination for women. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think other men trusted, um, him around their mm-hmm. girls. Okay. Um, I think my dad, um, has a good, he has a good, um, I don't even know what it is, but, but women are kind of drawn to him a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know? And, uh, he, he, he flexes that okay. a little bit. And I don't know if other guys would trust my dad around, um, their wives or their girlfriends. A, a bit of a lone wolf maybe. Yeah. And I think he probably, you know, was a little kind of a dirt bag at, at that point with, yeah. with certain things. Um, his brothers are great. He has three brothers and I, you know, his, his dad is great, but I don't, I don't know if he makes friends like that. I, I don't, I don't think my mom is like, my mom is a social butterfly. And I think yeah. that's where I got my social butterflyness from. Um, I have some siblings who are the kind of the same way. Like they don't have a big friend group. They yeah. don't have, they, they don't make friends very easily, yeah. you know, and I don't know what side that comes from. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think my dad, how about you? Um, that's a good question. Like, I don't know. I know, you know, my dad had a lot of business partners that he worked with that, that became friends. Um, you know, he's been in bands, he's been in, um, you know, he's owned motorcycles. He's had, I think he's had friends, but I don't know that he's ever really been able to open up to them. Mm -hmm. I I, I couldn't, I couldn't say it because I didn't witness it. Right. Um, and, and maybe that's it. Like, I think the benefit of my friendship with you specifically is that Ben sees you and I go to the sauna. Yeah. He knows that we go to the sauna to kind of chat things out. He sees us go to jujitsu. Right. Right. So not only we have like the, the social aspect of like, we've got the jujitsu in common, but then, you know, there's another emotional connection in that we're doing the sauna, we're doing the sauna, we're, we're running together. Um, and, and, and he has the benefit of, of seeing that. I was just going to ask you, do you think Ben has, a good social group. I think Ben has, he's had a really great social group inside of uh, our, our, our old community. Oh. He's entered a new stage of life because that's interesting. That's the, you know, the next question I want to talk about is stages of life, but he's, sure. he's now in high school. He's mm. exposed to a broader group of people. And I think that there's, you know, some cracks have started to appear in that, in that social group. Sure. And he's now having to, to redefine. So, you know, it's interesting how our stages of life, you know, when I talked about my marriage, like that changed for me, like there are stages in life where your friend groups perhaps change. Agreed. Yeah. And it's okay. Like to change friend groups to like, to find the best, the best, what's best for you right. at that moment. Right. Right. Cause you, cause like just hanging out with people that you're like, I don't really want to hang out with you is not right. fun. No. Um, and, and it's okay to have splinters and it's okay for those friends to have other friends as well. Sure. I think is, um, um, my, me personally, like I, I like sometimes become possessive right. with my friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hey, Tyler, let's, let's hang out. And you're like, no, I'm going to go hang out with them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, you know? And I'm yeah. like, man, wait, right. you have other friends besides yeah. Danny? Yeah. Danny, I'm not a puzzle piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Like, sometimes no. man. And so like, I, t- I tell my kids the same thing. Like, Hey man, like, it's cool if they go, you go hang out right? with other people. Go like, go do other things. Like that was you and Ray on the mat the other night, by the way. <laughs> man. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think I think it is. You do have seasons of friends, but I yeah. think what's important is that you're picking people that make you better. To make you better. That make you better. The hands down, um, my number one marker. Can I trust you? Are you going to make me better? Mm-hmm. Are we going to sit around and and talk shit and trash and and talk about how miserable things are? No. No. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I certainly had a season in my life where the, you know those people bring you down, but you you have to open your eyes and realize, man. Um, there's a saying about lobsters, right? You put lobsters in a bucket. If a lobster tries to escape the bucket, the other lobsters will pull him down. Those are not the type of friends you yes. want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Push me out. <laughs> yeah. Push me out. Yeah. Give me a boost. Yeah. Help me out. Dude. Give me a boost. And if, you know, when I get to the top, I'll, I'll reach my arm down and, and pull you up. Yeah. Those are the type of people you want. You want people that are making you better. Yeah. And, and, and as you, as, as men, you know, as we, as we, um, find those, those good friendships, like for me, this is why jujitsu, this is why jujitsu, because I am so happy for you when you get promoted. Right. I'm so stoked for you. I'm so right. stoked when I see you training hard and I'm like, man, Tyler's not putting up with that dude shit today. No. And you're like, I'm, I'm not putting up with it today. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, because I don't want you to. <laughs> right. If we're going to battle, if you and I are going to war, right. you better have your best foot forward, right? And so in jujitsu, when you find that good band of, of people that are going to push you to get better, want you to get better, see you get better and they're encouraging you, then you want to be there more. Right? Mm-hmm. Some of my best friendships right now are because of jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the people that I've met in my life are because of jujitsu and um, you, you learn to struggle with each other. You learn to be happy for each other. Yeah. You learn to defend each other and you learn to fight yeah. with and for each other. Right. Yeah. And that in itself is what, you want as a man, you want to yeah. be able to be that, that person yeah. who people can lean on yeah, and who you can lean on. Right. Right. Which you, is going to help your, your, your marriages, mm-hmm. your girlfriends, your kids, yep. your parents, your job. It's just going to help you all the way around. And it's going to help you be able to, to tolerate a lot of things. Showing up as your authentic self for sure in those friendships is super important. You know, as we, as we wrap up the topic here and we maybe close out, let's talk about like, how do you make friends as an adult? How do you, as a man, find those people, you know, because I know, um, you know, when we, when we emphasize that we talk about men's issues, you know, those people that are, get to those dark places, maybe don't know how to go find, how do you find friends? How do you find, how do you find these other men? That's a, that's a really, man, that's a, that's a heavy question because I think part of it is, is, is is putting yourself out there. Yes. You know, like yeah, really letting like your guard yourself, down, your a little guard bit. down. Yeah. going to things that you may not normally going to events, going to classes, going to, let's say just anything that not the bar, not, not no, any of that yeah. bullshit, but like some things that you may not normally go to. And then just introducing yourself, get out of your comfort zone, being vulnerable to go up to somebody and shake their hands and be like Danny Okanya. What's your name? Yeah. And then just see, just see what happens. Yeah. I think, um, that a good handshake and eye contact with your name mm-hmm. says a lot about you. Dude, that's, I, I love that about jujitsu. Yeah. And I try really hard, especially in our academy. Like if I see a new face, introduce myself, introduce yourself. but dude, I remember being it in Florida last, 
last summer and just being like completely overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, there weren't many white belts in the room. Um, completely overwhelmed. I'm hoping this February it'll be a little bit different. It's going to be, you know, I'm, you know, I'm carrying a little bit more weight, but at the same time, <laughs> like I've just grown personally. Yeah, so yeah. getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of it. you know, maybe trying something new for you, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's, but it's gotta be something you, you enjoy, mm-hmm. develop those things that you, you enjoy. Um, don't chase accolades. Yeah. Don't chase accolades. Don't chase, don't chase anything. Right. Accolades are going to come. If you're looking, if you're chasing, if you're chasing, it's probably, it's going to feel a little fake. It's going to feel a little foreign. It's going to feel a little like contrived and forced. Yeah. Right. And people can feel that with men. You know, instantly if that person is, Mm -hmm. is, is fake and foreign and, and and contrived a little bit, you know, like you can feel that energy, energy is transferred. Um, professor talks about that a lot with uh, jujitsu, like Mm -hmm. you and I are transferring energy. Mm -hmm. If your energy is off today then my energy is going to be off in return. I have never felt that more apparently than in on the mats. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, when you match up with a guy who's bringing a funky energy. Yep. Yeah. You know, and maybe like that person's <laughs> kind of feeling it off of yeah. you. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you, you, you definitely have to have the self-awareness to, to, to understand it might be you. Yeah. It might be, right? you. <laughs> it might be you, man. Self-awareness, self-awareness, self-awareness with a, with a friendship is key self-awareness self self like where you can like internalize am i bringing some negativity to this table today that in itself speaks volumes when you're trying to make friendships mm-hmm. you when you're trying to reinvent yourself if you leave the church and you're trying to find a different path and a different mm-hmm. group to hang out with like man self-awareness is going to help you a lot oh, right so much yeah man so so just uh Keep that in mind. Friendship yeah. is a, friendship is a funny thing, and and I think that um, I'm blessed. You know, I, I think yeah. that I'm lucky to have the friends that I have. I don't have a lot of close friends. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of acquaintances, mm-hmm. and I've really been working hard on kind of toning down just being like everybody's friend. Yeah, I, I want to go back to like, okay, I'm going to be friends. We're going to be acquaintances. I'm going to be yeah, cool with you. I'm yeah. not going to be a douchebag to you, but my friends. Are going to know the, the 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 true side of Danny. Yeah, and you not everybody gets that. No, I, I think you do need to be boundaryed around. Like, I mean, boundaries in, in and of themselves. Boundaryed with yourself. Boundaryed with who you let, what you let in your life. Sure, for sure. And I think it's okay to be acquaintances. It's okay to say that, like, I don't I don't need this energy. Yeah. I don't need what this person has to offer right now. I can still I can still see you. I can still hold space for you. Um, you know, unless there's a, a level of disrespect and in which case, you know, I will, I'll turn my back on you. Yeah, that's it. You know, um, but, but, but get out there if you are feeling down because, uh, there's been so many times when I've needed to, to reach out to somebody so many times when I've just needed to, um, you know, you, you feel that darkness overcoming you and you just need to reach out to somebody and, you know, build that friend group. Agreed. It's not, it's not easy. It's going to, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You gotta put yourself out there. You gotta put yourself out there. Try something new. Sure. You know, there's tons of hot yoga, hot yoga. There's, I mean, get on, get on, you know, meetup. There's all kinds of activities that are happening on meetup. You know what I mean? That's, we advertised men's ascent on meetup. Yeah. Um, you know, CrossFit, uh, you know, get into a men's league soccer team, like play some rec soccer. Yeah. You know, don't, you know, don't just sit in, in your hole and wallow. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't. Don't go down that deep tunnel that can get deeper. Yeah. You know, where there's no end. And, and what happens then is you're looking up at that little pinhole of light and you just don't see a way to it. 
Yeah. You don't see a way out of it. Yeah. And uh, so let's see here. What? Um, so so what do we got coming up? We've got Jiu-Jitsu Test. Jiu-Jitsu Test. November what is 4th? that again? November 4th. November 4th mm-hmm. in Park City, right? Park up City. here. Mm-hmm. And then um, let's see. You have uh, any any trips coming up? I got nothing coming up. I'm uh, I'm 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 hitting the pavement. Um, still taking coaching calls, um, but I'm I'm kind of looking to to figure out you know a, a part of my life of, of how do I how do I fund my life? Sure. Maybe we'll do an episode on uh, you know emotional money stuff at some point because <laughs> you know there's a lot there when you talk about you know finding yourself in 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 your finances. But yeah, looking at, at changing up my employment a little bit. Um, expanding my opportunities. Um, I really feel like I could show up better for people in my, if, in my life, if I had a lot of money. So I'm, I'm trying to make it all <laughs> a little tongue in cheek there, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, it, it, it you know, yeah, um, that's what my focus is right now. Kids come back tomorrow. Kids come back this week. This they're, week? they're on fall break down oh, yeah. in Moab right now. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, um, that's good. Uh, yeah, I forgot fall break was going on. Yeah. Right. Our, our kids classes were so small besides the one that you came in, which was big. Yeah. And then thankfully you came on the mat. Cause I was like, man, a little overwhelmed <laughs> by myself. Right. Yeah, sorry. Um, we got there sooner. No trips, nothing, nothing. That was it. The, nothing, Hero it, the horses. Yeah. I'm, I, I think my next big trip right now, so far, what I'm, when I look at my, when I look at my stuff is going to be uh, big frog in February, February. It's all, it's all booked out. Um, cool. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. We're going to, uh, Misty and I are going to Mexico. I know. And so I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but, uh, maybe she will. Um, yeah. So I've got some plans for that. Um, looks like, uh, yeah, we're good. It's our 20th year anniversary coming up next year. So, uh, yeah, looks like, um, I might repropose to her somewhere. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty excited about that. Um, and then Big Frog. Big Frog. Yeah, Big Frog in February. She actually said today that she might be interested in going. Oh, cool. Which would be kind of cool because Mona's always there by herself. With, yeah, and, yeah. And Mona's just hanging out with all the guys. It would be nice yeah. for Misty, her to have like a friend, her and Angie and Mona and yeah. Misty can hang out while we do our thing. Yeah. Which would be cool. She said today, she said, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go to Florida. And I was like, you oh, better yeah. tell me soon. Yeah. Because I already got plans, lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, might need to book a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's so. sleeping by the pool again. <laughs> again. <laughs> no, so yeah. That, um, cool. Yeah, so we it's got... It's holiday season too. It's so it's like, season, you man. know, we're getting into November. I mean, it's almost November. I know. We got Thanksgiving and Christmas, so... Yeah. Misty yeah. was talking about uh, decorating for Christmas already, and I was like, oh my God, not even Halloween yet. Dude, she is a Christmas freak. She will put up Christmas. She would put up Christmas today if I said, okay, you can start putting up. I mean, me and the boys fight. We fight at least till November. No Christmas stuff, but she would put it up today if she could. Right. And you know how she decorates our house. Yeah, yeah. Our house is decorated all the time. Yeah. It's like Pinterest. Yeah. You're lucky. You're Good. lucky. Cool, man. So, uh, yeah, let's yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. You can still find you at Lost Boys Lost Scouts. Lost Boys Scouts. Yeah. Um, they can find the you places. training. We have on the mats. Park City Jiu-Jitsu. Hit, hit it hard the next two weeks, week and a half. Yeah. Got to get Never studied on that. that test yeah and uh me is a compassionate underscore gentleman and yeah. uh yeah park city come hang out um come come give us some input and give yeah. us some uh some feedback yeah and thank you for being my friend danny thank you very and much thank you all for listening man appreciate that appreciate all of yeah. you. yeah take care guys see ya see ya bye Rise up and turn it back.